Welcome to the Woot and Why NFL podcast, proudly brought to you by William Hill, where you'll find faster, easier betting on the NFL. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Woot and Why Show. It is a post-Brangelina world that we live in. What wow. a time to be alive. Wow. She's on the market. She's on, he's <laughs> on the market. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's our fastest ever rack to drop. Yeah, straight off the bat. Straight off. Great start. But yeah, yeah big news this morning. Big news, yeah. Bigger than the football world, I'm sorry. <laughs> Speak They've both yourself. had two divorces now. Great. Two and two record for both of them through two weeks. Of the season. I don't know. Jim Fisher would be proud. Yes, 500. absolutely. Doing better than my team as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> coming all right. Uh, speaking of records, our current record against the spread so far through two weeks. Uh, Woot, you're 13, 18, and 1, and I'm 14, 17, and 1. A uh, last minute change on Monday morning. I saw me switch to the Wentz wagon and pick the Eagles, and uh, I'm reeking the benefits of that. But lock of the week, uh, you're 1 and 1, and I'm 0 and 2. Uh, not a good start for me. I didn't lose on two of them all year. I think I lost. I think I only lost on two last year in in the whole season. Who was your lock of the week again? I took the Giants minus three and a half, and they won by three. So two weeks now, I've lost by half in the covers. So uh, we'll have to. Uh, I'll have to readdress. And uh, but it wasn't. By the way, I still can't believe you didn't go Houston. I uh, ended up taking your advice. My, I left my pick the same, but I ended up taking them just straight in uh, in my actual betting. But uh, yeah, wasn't a wasn't a fan of that that line. I just wasn't sure what. Kansas City were going to do. It was a weird week for betting. I, there was a lot of games where I was like not really confident because the ra- the range of outcomes was so wide. I made one bet and it was Houston. Mm. I uh, my Achoo. my best uh, was Dallas plus three. I believed in uh, in them overcoming Kirk Cousins and Washington, but we'll get to that later. But the the biggest takeaway for me for week two was uh, your Twitter conversation with Applebee's. What? What's doing? What What's the go there? Like just we opened the top of the show, what a time to be alive. Chatting up fast food chains. Just, you know, the first the first drive, Cutler and the Bears went three and out. Yep. And I, I think I just tweeted good start or something like that. You fly, s- Eagles, fly. Yeah, hashtag fly, Eagles, fly. Yep. And that, yeah, picked up a little bit of steam and then Applebee's were like, hey, who are you going for? Or something like that. And I was like, <laughs> so didn't, random. didn't you get that by the hashtag? But I kept going with it. And, uh, yeah, just started having a convo. I, I, honestly, I just kept rolling with it because I thought it was a bot. Or okay. uh, Do you want to go through this conversation? Do you want to play the role of Woot and I'll play the role of Applebee's? Or do you want to fill in the whole conversation? Or no, do you want I, people I, just to... I really don't even uh, care. You don't want to relive it? Not really. It's not that big a deal. I thought it was amazing. Oh, it was cool, but... I want to just... know who... Who the, who replied to you? Because after the first tweet, they said, "How are you feeling about this game?" And then there was a little squiggly line, ARL. So I don't know if that's the Australian Rugby League. I don't know if that's an initials for someone that manages Applebee's. Because I can't imagine it's just one person. Yeah, or they were misspelling it the whole time, and it was APL, and it was supposed to be like Applebee's. Oh, that could be. That's it. not true. But they stopped doing it after after a while. The uh, ARL. Then we just started getting the PR person. Yeah, it wasn't. It's like someone hacked it, and then. But you booked the date with them. 
Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they said, if you ever make your way over to the US, come see us. And then you wrote, it's a date with an apple? Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> I was being cute. It was like I was flirting with Applebee's. So, like, I thought we may as well write this and try to, you know, push push for some sponsorship because nothing says capitalism more than a US fast food franchising franchise sponsoring an Australian podcast that counters that that uh, currently does not have any fast food chains in Australia. But That's that would, it. That it, would be amazing. It would be great and, you know, we could be the face of Applebee's in Australia. That's what that's my goal. That's the dream. Yeah, they said that they know their stuff. So, um Applebee's, if you want to come on the show, you say you know your stuff. We do have a uh, segment that we've currently run. We haven't run for a while, the Rumble. Um, we could ask some sort of Applebee's based trivia and see what they come up with. Ooh, that'd be that'd be saucy. Apple nice. saucy. Apple saucy. <laughs> Thank you. All Off right. to a flying star. We've got a lot to cover, so um let's um let's get to some news. By the way, before we start the news I thought you were gonna go, Brad and Angelina. <laughs> Brad Pitt and uh, no, I can't do it. I just can't do it with <laughs> my great. flu. Just I can't do the uh, I can't do the news properly. But before we get into the news, I just want to say who thought the preseason didn't mean anything, right? Every all the undefeated preseason teams are actually unbeaten so far in the regular season. So take that with a bigger grain of salt than what you normally would have. <laughs> It'll all crumble next week. Baltimore have had a dream run. Shut up. <laughs> Philly's going great. Philly's good. All right, we'll get to them. They're our, they're one of our uh, main takeaways this week. But Denny Woodhead placed on IR with a torn ACL. Chargers signed Dexter McCluster to replace Denny Woodhead. McCluster was released by the Titans at the final roster cuts. Uh, McCluster's you know a little bit of a joke given that uh, Mike Mc, uh, Mike Malarkey did I stutter? Getting Mike McCarthy and Mike Malarkey mixed up, which is telling about McCarthy because the way he's been coaching lately. But they they seem very uh, like in the even though they had. All these running backs, they kept sticking with Dex McCluster and try to use him as an early down back. But I think he's suited to more of that Denny Woodhead role and links back up with Ken Wisenhunt, but won't be as good as Woodhead, but still, I think, will serve a role in this Chargers offense because they need like a, a third down back because Melvin Gordon, great on early downs, but not quite an elite pass catching back. Saying that, Melvin Gordon has looked very good. He very, has. Very it's been good. good. It's been good to it's see. It's been weird. Yeah. Because I think we're still expecting him to suck. But he's just killing it. I think last year was. By the way, can Chargers be our team for the year? Yeah, I'm happy with that. Even though all the because it's we're going to see so many new faces. We're rooting for the underdog every week. I can't see them really going into many games. I really want to see the Chargers just march on into the playoffs, just because I think it would be an awesome story, despite all the injuries and all the people thought they're going to be Bosa and all the juicy Travis Benjamin's fun to watch. That guy stepped up big time. Yeah. I'm I'm happy with that. Okay. All aboard. All aboard them. All aboard. Um, you watch Manti Teo's the next person that's just gonna revive. We're his a big career. fan of Manti Teo's girlfriend. She's um she's she great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> his butt. I gotta start doing squats. Oh boy. Uh but yeah, so thoughts on McCluster? It'll be interesting to see if if they give him a bit of um not just the passing work, if they give him a bit of um, you know, a few carries a game. Similar to what Woodhead has, but mm. Woodhead had, a much better runner. Oh, yeah. better. But then again, at the same time, we thought Melvin Gordon wasn't that great really going into this season. So who knows? It could be just an improved offensive line and McCluster might look better. Who yeah, knows? the offensive line's playing heaps better. It's, it's like adding a, a top five center to your lineup would make them better. Who would have thought that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh my God, no way. All right, let's move know. on to... Chicago. Yeah, another, <laughs> speaking of teams with injuries, decimated by injuries in their loss 
uh, and Monday Night Football to Philly. Jay Cutler's day-to-day with a sprained thumb. Tra- Denny Trevathan, the inside linebacker, undergoing thumb that surgery. That hurts more yeah. than Jay Cutler. It does. Four to six weeks out. Him and Jarrell Freeman were the heart and soul of that defense. I was going to say, so during that game, even though... You know, there were some bright spots for Chicago. It wasn't yep. all doom and gloom, but Danny Trevathan and Freeman, they've they've been great acquisitions. Yep. They like they look good. And I they, miss Freeman. <laughs> I miss him so much. But now he's a free man. He's not his locked butt. down by Pagano. I got to start doing squats. I miss him and his butt. <sighs> I'm sure you do. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, saying that, Hoyer didn't come in and exactly light it up. Excited. No. Uh, I tweeted at you, don't, because I, I thought you were gonna. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Matthew Bungard, who's been a regular on this show, uh, I think it was like back in August, I mentioned that Chicago were going to have a rough year and I, I struggled to find wins for them in my season predictor. And he said, oh, get out. They've improved. Blah, blah, blah. They'll win. Like, uh. And I said, they'll start 0-2 and they'll lose to Philly in week two. And this was before all the Wentz and Bradford stuff. And I thought the t- tide had started to turn sort of early September back towards Bungard's favour. But I stuck with the bet. He owes me a steak dinner and I'll have it medium rare. Thank you very much. And uh, Philly marched on and, and won the game. But yeah, you get the concern sometimes when you come out with something, you jinx it and turn that around. But uh, it didn't backfire. I was confident. Yeah. I was confident. But uh, another player they lost, second year nose tackle, Eddie Goldman. Uh, high ankle sprain. He's out for about four weeks. That's a huge loss as well. He's a he's a big anchor in the middle of their defense. And then they're leading sack sack uh, sack sack artist. We'll go with Saka. Saka. <laughs> the guy who led the team in sacks last year, Lamar Houston's being diagnosed with a torn left ACL. He's done for the season. That's uh that's his second ACL in three years now. That's um that's rough and he's nearing thirty. Uh so It'll be interesting to see if he'll be back on his $5.95 million salary next year. It's a tough decision for Chicago to make, but I, I think they'll probably sever ties with him, given that they drafted that position and Peniel McPhee will be back and Leonard Floyd's there. I, I'm, I can't see Lamar Houston being back on that Bears defense next year. They're in for a real rough time ahead. By the way, hi, Justin12. Poor, poor Justin's struggling big time. He, hey, he Justin. Peris- he periscoped yesterday and he was not he was not a happy man. In their lead-up to their bye week, uh, they've got Dallas, Detroit, Indy, Jacksonville, Green Bay, and Minnesota on their schedule. Where are they winning a game? They'll win against Dallas. <laughs> no, <laughs> and Detroit. <laughs> I can see them beating us. can see us beating the Colts. We, we'll play in London the week earlier, and then we'll have a short turnaround flying back. That could hurt us. Um, but by that point, I'm I think hoping be a few Vontae long, Davis will be back by then. A few long balls to Jeffrey. Oh, that, that's like their go-to thing. Go-to. If, that's if Cutler's even... Who no, knows what that's going to... Hoyer would still just be yeah. hoisting it. Ho- yeah. Hoyer hoisting? Well done. Very well done. Hoyer's... It's going to be rough. I think they could be picking top three or five in the in the draft this yeah. year. Uh, I think quarterback might be on the agenda. I think it might be time. Um, look, we're sort of believers in Cutler, and when he, when he flushes, he flushes brilliantly, and he's great to watch when he lets that cannon rip, but I think it might be time for that relationship to just sort of... By the way, mutually part. a little bit of credit to Jay Cutler because what his thumb injury, they were saying that it's typically a three to four week recovery period for yep. like that kind of injury. Yep. And he just went out there and he wasn't, you know, complaining and everything like that. Yep. He wasn't, he grimaced like a little bit, but that's like... That's when he threw the pick. That Yeah, but that was yeah. his final thing before he left. Like yeah. he was just like, I can't he do it He was trying anymore. to give it a go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. That, that pick, obviously, so it was... By the way. Affected by the injury. It, it was a hell of a play by Great Nigel Braddock. It was crazy. All right, let's uh, move on to some more quarterback news. And this is ultra impressive 
or depressing, however you want to look at it. Uh, the Browns signed clipboard Jesus, Charlie Whitehurst, the the uh, the man himself, the saviour. He'll be heading to Cleveland after they've lost RG3 and Josh McCown to shoulder injuries. McCown's out for about two to three weeks, but Cody Kessler is the week three started, but he doesn't look anywhere near ready for the NFL, so we may see Charlie Whitehurst sooner rather than later, possibly in week four. Cody Kessler, I feel sorry for this guy. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. I mean... Especially because, like, the scouting department of the Browns, who thought Wentz was, what, a middle of the... By the way, like, he is out, like, his... We'll get to Wentz in, in, in a sec, but his pro tape, well, what he's shown in two weeks is totally so much different to what he showed on in his college tape. Like, all these scouts are like, where was that in the scouting no, tape? No, it's unbelievable. Gotta believe. You know, credit to Doug Peterson, but we'll get to that. But, they, they, yeah, they they missed on Wentz, and now they have... Cody Kessler starting against the Miami front seven in week three. Yeah, good luck, mate. That's all I got to say. I mean, they got to prepare something, but, you know, I'm not exactly mm. holding my breath. Hugh Jackson hasn't been filling me with confidence either. No. I mean, they did. The Browns look good. The Browns what? They <laughs> scored the, the most amount of points in the first quarter since 2007 or 2003 or something. Yep. Something ridiculous. Much The offense was so much better with Josh McCown. Than oh, RG3. so much better. And they didn't score another point. After the first quarter. Yeah. So, brutal. Tough. <sighs> you got to be kidding me. I mean, how do you watch the... I mean, they stink. All right. The timetable for Adrian Peterson's return from a tall meniscus will depend on the severity of the injury and how the doctors choose to treat it. The best case scenario for Peterson is to avoid surgery, which will allow him to return in a couple of weeks. But he has t- sort of two options. He can do that and have it trimmed and, and be back, you know, as early as week seven. Or if he has to get surgery for a complete recovery, that's better in the long run because the meniscus will be fully fully repaired and fresh, but he would be out for three to four months pretty much for the year. So it's a tough choice for Peterson to make on whether he wants to think about the longevity of his career or be back for what looks to be a promising season for the Vikings despite all that has happened in the last month with Teddy Bridgewater and, and all that sort of stuff going on. With uh, McKinnon playing... Pretty well, though. They've still got a little bit of optimism. Yep. They've got a bit of optimism there, considering that they won without Adrian Peterson, like, against Green Bay, essentially, yep. because Adrian Peterson went down. It's not like he's been lighting the world on fire, either. No. He looks, doesn't look, like, prepared well. He doesn't look fit yet. He needs to play a bit more in the preseason, I think. He he doesn't look... I don't know what it is. It's just like he... It's, he looks like he doesn't care, to be honest. So that's what it looks like. But mm. He looks old. Yes. <laughs> so, there's that, there's, which is there's, true. There's that aspect. But, I don't know. Their, uh, their run blocking is... Their offensive line is pathetic. Oh, it's, it's terrible. It's pathetic, but then at the same time, they're, they're still getting the job done. Yeah. And bravo to Bradford. Oh, man. He played sensationally. Brad, that was good. Yeah, I know, Brad, I know Brad, it's, Brad. it's good for you. Like, well, not good for you. But By the way, this whole season... You don't, have to, be ha- you don't have to be happy for him. Everything's coming up Millhouse yeah. for me. Yeah. Uh, Two weeks in, just, just relax. Everything's just coming off. But... You know, that's pretty nice of you being a uh, Philly fan to be happy for Bradford, even though you, you don't really have to be. Oh, no. But then you at got the same time, if, if he goes better, our pick gets better. So, yeah, the... so you're just riding that. I don't know. I you're don't know what to feel. Remember I said if no, they, no, go, no, if they go crap, our first round pick's better. So I don't know. Yeah, that's fair enough. But, uh, you know, Peterson averaging like 1.6 yards per carry. If they really if they want to replace that, Trent Richardson is available. Jeez. Sorry. Shots. 
Shots. All right, fired. last little bit of news. Uh, last little bit of serious news before we move on to a bit of an obscure one. Uh, the NFL has fined the Seahawks $400,000 and stripped them of a 2017 fifth-round pick for excessive off-season workouts. The violation occurred at OTAs on June 6th when the Seahawks used excessive on-field contact, which is against the NFL and NFLPA's collective bargaining agreement. Pete Carroll was hit with a $200,000 fine and the six Seahawks... Did I stutter? The six. six. What are they? Some sort wow. of priests? <laughs> That well, was horrible. The Seahawks will forfeit a week of OTAs, three practices next off season. So they've been hit with this before. So, so two years ago, let's just follow the pattern. So when they do it next season, they'll get four hundred thousand dollar fine. Just keeps doubling, and just that's it. I don't think they care. I, <laughs> I don't think they care. They're just like, no, nah, we're a tough team. We're gonna keep no, doing. We this. don't care. But at the same time, I, fifth round pick. I can't really. I'm not gonna comment on this because I don't exactly know all the. You know. Well, the Ravens got what? done with the same thing, and uh, John Harbour was like, this stupid. Like, he doesn't agree with the rules whatsoever, and now I think Pete Carroll feels the same. So I think at the next CBA, there might be some changes to that coming at, coming afoot. Yeah, it's like, all right, we play 16 games a year. Let's just hit each other for a bit. Yeah, for it a little bit It was three longer. extra days of hitting but, or something, isn't but it? But the, the rules are in place to stop players getting injured because so many players were going down before the season started, and that was the idea behind it. I know it. the whole aspect of... The you know this is to prevent injury, but at the same time, it's not like the teams are going. All right, let's just run them into each other mm. for them to hurt each but other. But then, if you're not preparing your players right, then you get a lot more injuries in the preseason in the NFL because the players aren't prepared properly or they're underprepared. They're oh, not conditioned know, enough. But so these, you got to. But yeah. these franchises, they spend millions and millions yeah. of dollars on their conditioning. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You got to weigh it up because if you do more practices, you might get more injuries in practice, but it might reduce the injuries in the game. So it it is. It's tough, but the fifth round pick for them is huge because they're, they're normally the picks they hit on. The Seahawks have been hitting on fifth round yeah, picks. I reckon they'll trade their first years. rounder for <laughs> but yeah for five <laughs> fifth round picks five. so they can just start hitting on those again. But go, go yeah, Browns, Browns, start to the Browns. <laughs> yeah, they love a good trade. All right, uh, last little bit of news, and it's a bit of a weird one. Uh, Tom Brady was unable to mask his emotions. About his, <laughs> see what I did there? Oh! Uh, uh, Former teammate was impersonating uh, about fake Brady disguise. He called it the creepiest thing he's ever seen. It was revealed to be Wes Welker, who was fake Brady. What did you think, A, of the mask? The mask was incredible. It's freaky. It's freaky good. Whoever yeah. made it, brilliant. And it's big. It's a big head, but okay. actually, Welker has generally always had a big head, hasn't he? He does. Are you talking about an ego or just like a large head? Large head. Okay, but, yeah, no, actually, he, maybe ego, was, I think it was just his helmet. Because yeah, because he got concussed he got a lot. Got concussed a lot. He, he looked was, like a bobble. Oh, he was I know, a human bobblehead. <laughs> he's running around with a bobblehead. All right, Great. Brady calls it the creepiest thing he's ever seen. I want to. I want to check with you on whether you think if that's more creepy than Edelman, who said that he wants to wear the skin of Tom Brady, and then yes, after their win, uh, Mark Daniels, a reporter for in the New England area, tweeted that he saw Edelman in Brady's locker room, used his hair product and comb and said something about trying to get Tom Brady's mojo. Do you think that's creepier than fake Brady? Julian Edelman's obsession with wanting to beat Tom Brady. Julian Edelman is successful in his own right. Keeps trying to be... Like, he's even had some sort of paternity test issue that Tom Brady had years ago. Like, he's going down full lengths to copy Tom Brady. It's really freaky. Now he just has to grow, like, <laughs> three foot. Three feet. <laughs> no, but he's uh, dating a Victoria's Secret model as well. And I'm just thinking, why don't you just be Julian Edelman? Like, you're good in your own right. Hey, you can throw it. Yeah. He, can he was backup quarterback he for the second throw. half of that game. I just find that creepy. I find that more creepy than fake Brady. <laughs> you do? 
I don't know. The the actual face of fake Brady is ridiculously scary though. <laughs> but then again, it reminds me of um, if I, if I like if you were trying to do all the same things as me and you were using my hair product. Yeah, it's just a little bit weird. That's a bit don't you? weird. It's but um, then again, then, then again, I don't know. You mem- you know that show The Following that had Kevin Bacon in it and there was that guy and they Bacon. all wore they all wore a mask of like Edgar Poe. That's what like and they started killing people and it was like a killing cult. Does that ring a bell to you? Kind of. Yeah. That's what those Brady masks look like. I can just like imagine going out in the middle of the night and just seeing like 15 people wearing those fake Brady masks on the street. That would freak me out God, so much. It's just in time for Halloween as well. Yeah. Imagine oh, oh, imagine God. how many of them there would be. <laughs> no. The, that Halloween. We have to do something this year. Okay. We'll do something. What, our, intro, our intro last year wasn't good enough. <laughs> that was <laughs> the lamest intro no, ever done. That was... Also, did you hear the? Did you hear Tom Brady call a local Boston radio show under the alias of Matt? Did you hear that? No. Wow. Okay. We'll have to uh, play that and we'll talk about it later. For someone that hates Tom Brady, you listen to a no, lot. No, I don't of... hate Tom Brady. Oh, please. I, um, please. It was funny because they were talking about Edelman saying that he wanted to wear the skin of Tom Brady and this guy rings up and he's like, hi, I'm Matt. You know, I, I previously lived in California and now for the last 20 years I've lived in New England. So I consider saying myself... he's a biography, essentially. Yeah, basically. Like, he didn't even make up a fake backstory. He just changed his name and then they're like, wait, Matt backwards is Tom just with an A instead of an O. <laughs> Tom. It's definitely Tom Brady. Actually, with a Boston accent. Yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah, exactly. And um, he just went on this rant. And everyone, like, after, after the call, all the radio show hosts just, like, carrying on. And then they started getting all these tweets, like, that was Tom Brady. Like, even, like, a Patriot staff was like, that was Tom Brady. It was pretty funny, actually. It was amazing. Uh, Matt. Uh, Matt, go ahead, Matt. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey. Um, listen, I'm originally from San Diego. I've been here over 20 years, so I consider myself a true New England fan um, and resident. But... Uh, but I just want to say I've been I've been listening to you guys bust on Tom Brady and Julian Edelman, and it's absolutely hilarious. Who's your real MVP of the week? Um, I've already mentioned him once. No, Sam Bradford. Oh, okay. I thought you were going down Wentz again. No, no. Well, we should just do. However, more. he does deserve it. We do ours together because I got Stefan Diggs, so they linked up really well. Nice. Yep. Yeah, he. I don't know how much I can. Much more I can say. There was so there's so many question pressure. marks, and then you know giving up a first round pick for Sam Bradford that was always question marks. It's still not going to be worth it. But no, but first game rocks in beats whoever we you know we couple of bold think, predictions that he yeah. was gonna they were gonna go sixteen and zero or yeah, the Packers yeah. yeah like I had money on them to go sixteen and zero. I thought they were the team that was most likely to do it, favored in every game. Rogers getting Nelson back, but you walk in new stadium. Opening it of the new stadium. By the way, stunning. Short preparation against the division rival, one of the Super Bowl favorites, and you just do that. Your offensive line play was horrible as well. Took some big hits, had the hand injury, goes to the locker room, comes back. Well done. Do you know one thing I can't get past with Sam Bradford? His sleeves. <laughs> I know this is it's not a big thing. <laughs> no, but I get it. Sean Hill has it too. Yes. Yeah, That's annoying. Because he was at Philly, there was uh, a few the, questions about it. And I think you just said it feels good. This is the one Sam Bradford game that will keep like GMs trading for him for the next three years because he could go ultimately like 0-7 is the next run, but everyone will keep going back to this game but where he played the amazing. Packers in the first yeah, game at the news. But Stefan Diggs is mine. Uh, a, reliable, a reliability blanket for 
Bradford on third down and a huge target down the field. He's stepping up and proven himself already that he's a wide receiver one in the NFL. Nine catches for 182 yards. And even the week before with Sean Hill at quarterback had over 100 yards as well. So he's he's legit. Um, I dig Stefan Diggs. No, I'm not giving you that. No? That sucked. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> that is correct. I agree. The, yeah. the kid's killing it. He's killing it. All right, let's get to some week two takeaways. Hey, Woot, have you heard of moneyball.com.au? Have I heard of moneyball.com.au, Australia's first daily fantasy site down under? You've heard of daily fantasy sports in the States. Now, Moneyball has brought it to our shores. With daily NFL contests, it's like a new season every day. If you don't win, don't worry, there is always tomorrow. Moneyball.com.au All right, for me, the major takeaway is that the, the pendulum swing back in the right way. So week one, we everyone overreacts and everything, and then sort of week two, things start to le- level out. And I feel like we're back to sort of status quo, and I feel like we didn't learn anything in week two, like that we didn't already know. Did you feel that a bit? Like I feel like when I look back on the results in the game, I'm thinking, yeah, we already knew a lot of this before the season started. Kind of, because like, I mean, I know it was the Philly game, but at the same time, you see the Bears like in the third and fourth quarter just, you know, collapse kind yep. of thing. And then if you look at the box score and you see that they did collapse, you would have went, did Cutler have one of those games? And you went, yeah. And then you're like, that's it. And you yeah. just... Exactly. So there's a few, and we'll get to those takeaways. And we've mentioned a few little surprises and things. But for me, chime in. I'm going to go through a whole heap of things. If anything is like you didn't already know before the season started, and if you didn't, then we'll talk about one of these points. But Josh McCown is a much better quarterback than RG3. We knew that. Good. The Browns know how to lose football games like that. We knew that. The Lions also know how to lose football games. By the way, first and... That was surprising, though, after their first week. Yeah, but first... They had first and goal at the one. Scored. Flag. First and goal. First and goal at the five. Scored. Flag. The Ebron. The Ebron touchdown that was overturned. Yeah. Nah. Crazy. I'm I'm against that. They had a first and goal and ended up at first and goal at the 30. Settled for a field goal and they lose. So, Jim Caldwell... Hope oh, you sleep well at night. Please, please. By the way, Andre Johnson, <laughs> still alive. Still got it, still mate. Still alive. That catch. By the way, threaded it on a on a string. Come on, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I haven't heard that drop in a while. That, yeah, was, no, good. that was crazy. Nice. Bring him back. All right. Uh, the Patriots are good no matter who's a quarterback. We already knew that. The oh, Falcon- by, by the way, I'm nervous for um, Jacoby Brissett. All right, we'll, we, uh, we'll preview Thursday night football am, at the end I'm of the nervous, show. I'm nervous. All right. The Falcons, Bucks, and Raiders. Are going to be inconsistent. We already knew that. Every single game, the round, the range of outcomes for all three of those teams, we knew was going to be quite. I think large. the Bucks will be okay. The Vikings D is good. The Saints mm-hmm. D is bad. The Panthers, Cardinals, Steelers, and Bengals are good. LA Rams win their Super Bowl. Continue to have the wood over the Seahawks. We knew that was going to happen. Kirk Cousins. Is oh, I love how we knew that was going to happen, but we all. By the way, picked. my preseason NFL predictor picked them to lose against San Francisco and then win against Seattle in the first two. Nice. I wish I just doubled that up somehow. With with Vegas. All right. Kirk Cousins is rubbish. The Bears stink and overachieved last year. Everyone was a year too early on the Jags. The Miami offense is only good when it's too late. The Titans are boring. Kansas City's defense is lost without Justin Houston. Rex and Rob Ryan is a recipe for disaster. The Chargers never have any injury luck. Von Miller is not human. And Andrew Luck is being wasted by the Colts organization. Any of those surprise you or we already knew before the season started? No, it's all good. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I think I think you're a bit hard. Oh, hang on. No, 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 you're all right. I'm all right? Yeah, I, I read something wrong. That's fine. What did you think I was harsh? No, 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 no. I, I read, I literally read the word wrong. That's okay. Fine. All right, we're good. All right. But the biggest surprise for the first two weeks of the season obviously has to be your boy, 
Carson Wentz. Get on board. Uh, he had 190 yards, touchdown, no picks against the Bears. He hasn't thrown a pick this year, although it's only against the Browns and Bears defense, but still give him credit. That's that's crazy. Um, he's not just the highest graded rookie in the NFL. He's the highest graded quarterback in the entire NFL. That's fair. Yeah. After the first week, I was like, all right, calm your farm. Everyone calm their farm. I, I even tried to contain myself. It was they against the Browns. It was against the Browns. Yep. Even Flacco looked good against the Browns. Oh, Not really. Not that much. <laughs> Carson Wentz looked better against the, yeah, against the Wentz Browns. Wentz looked far better than Flacco. Um, <laughs> oh, oh. oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 Sorry, Baltimore fans. Um, nah, Flacco's fine. Whoa, I thought you... <laughs> <laughs> I thought you swore then. <laughs> no, I you didn't. didn't. You didn't. I you didn't. said Flacco. That's fine. Continue. <laughs> Continue. Anyway, then I then everyone was like, but he's going up against a far better defense, which he was. Yep. Trevathan and Freeman did have a little bit of success. Look, the Bears secondary is pretty torturous. I know. Not nothing Cleveland level. No, but at the same time, Wentz exactly wasn't targeting downfield a lot. No, and the two on. that he did, they were dropped. Yeah. So, by the way, all the criticism against him not throwing downfield. Yeah, and not... early on I was harsh on him because he only had like four point four yards per attempt, but then he had those two drops, which would would two would have been touchdowns. Yeah, essentially, and they would have or they would have stacked those. They would have moved those four point fours to about nine nine point six <sighs> or anything, and it would have gone up and up and up after the that. Jordan Matthews ones. Real the, the that... Jordan Matthews one really hurt. Yep. By the way, like the, the guy is always open. He always he just. Manages to find a way to get open, and he can get into space really well, which is a different fancy way of saying getting open really yep. well. <laughs> well done. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, but then he didn't, like, uh, I don't know. And then a little bit harsher on Aguilar, but uh, he had one where he should have caught that. Aguilar, I just don't think, is a special player. I just, I know he was a highly no, no, regarded no, no, rookie. I, I just, I I'm think... i slowly think, coming around. I just think he is just a jack. Just another guy. He's just another Philip Dorsett. <laughs> wow! <laughs> no, but at the same, Shots. but seriously, that was bad drafting first I, I, round by Philly. You, I know, don't, don't remind me, please move on. I know. But it's like John Gruden mentoring Tracy Porter's interception of the Super Bowl yesterday during the broadcast. Do you have to remind I, me, John? I was Again, thinking. I please. thought of you when oh, that man, I still have nightmares. <laughs> Good pick. Um, yeah, well, it was a hell of a play. Yeah, this. Next week will will really be against Pittsburgh, whose defense played really well against. You know what? Cincinnati. I don't think they I don't, made they made strides. They do have some good players, but at the same time, I think it's just like they've got the Tomlin attitude. Yeah, back. it's like, just it's the scheme. Just, it, it's just like yeah. this mongrel in them. Again. Yeah, and it's more their ground, like their the ability to stop the run. They contain Jeremy Hill, and the, and they hit hard. And Ryan Jazier is like for a linebacker, he may be he's made on any on any second. On any football field, he may be like the second or third fastest player on the field, and that contains wide receivers and running backs. The guy is incredibly quick. He has but, made the leap. But for me, the Wentz thing, we can talk about his numbers and all that, but there was just like one or two plays there where he stood firm in the pocket and like waited that half second longer for someone to get open the, and, the, and, and took a hit. The best one is the one where it comes directly through the middle. Uh, and it's a, it's a hit. Uh, he not, hits Selick across. Selick, Selick's yeah, running across. Earth, and, it was... Yeah, Selick, yeah. No, it was yeah, that play. I, I retweeted that this morning from a Philly guy because he highlighted the hit that he took. It was it was a really good play. I do have a concern though when he did run out of bounds. Oh, no. 
just get out of bounds. He he, he, he gained nothing out of bracing for that contact. Out what, of an extra out half of, yard. There was a, there was a bit where he got completely flipped what? upside oh, down, yeah. and I just think, oh boy, at least Don't. all the things that he's doing are great, yeah. except that, and that's one thing that you can just mm. learn. I think he likes sort of the contact. He's a bit like Andrew Luck that way. Like he doesn't mind getting taking a hit. I don't think he really. He's a fiery redhead. Yeah, mate. he's um, he seems like. It's really weird. Like he's from like a Fargo area and has that oh hello sort of attitude. I but know, I don't crazy. think nothing really scares him. And it's um it's good to see that you finally have. Uh, I think you have a franchise guy. It's only two games, but I think since we'll see since McNabb, have you been more confident about a quarterback? Oh mate, I was confident in Bradford. So don't ask me. Yeah, okay, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I, I think so. I. Uh, I think at times though, I felt like I was watching the 2013 Chiefs, which is a little bit boring. But I'd rather boring than the mess that I have in Indy right now. Coming all right, coming out your first drive, which he successfully led down the field, even Just though it was finish. for a field but the, goal. But Vic Fangio defenses are stingy yep. in, in the um, red zone. Yeah, yep. But coming out first drive, not no huddle offense to begin with, making calls and like changes at the line of scrimmage as a rookie. Yeah. There was sec- one he changed that I really liked. You could see the guy coming down the spy, coming down the blitz, and he changed to a run, first down. It was, it was he, great. He's a good player, mate. Yeah, um, it, was, it was good. I'm excited. Speaking I'm of... I'm excited. Speaking of, uh, you know, NFC East quarterbacks... Yeah, so, can I... Sorry, can yeah. I just have one thing, though? Yeah, defense, ruined my transition. Defense really helped that game. Front seven. Mate, they're dominant. Aren't I they? remember, I, I'm not an Eagles hey. fan, but I was raving about hey. that front. Vinny Curry. I said I was going to... Oh. One of my bold predictions this year was Vinny Curry was going to have the best season of any Curry in professional sports. That's so ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, I apologise, being a Philadelphia fan and not even knowing this player's name, but I'm pretty sure he had 7% of the snaps and he made the hit that, uh, what's it called, caused the uh, the fumble late on. I'm trying to think, I'm uh, trying to find I'm his lost. name. If you can't know the guy's name, then I wouldn't. No, I know you wouldn't. But it's not Najee Good because that guy got cut, right? He got cut. I'm not sure if he got brought back. I love Najee Good. Is basically Najee every, Goody. Yeah, he's uh he's essentially everyone's like first player that ever followed them on Twitter because the guy just followed every single person on Twitter. Everyone's like, oh, an NFL player's followed me, and I'm like, is it Najee Goody? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's him. <laughs> it's him. Yeah, no, but everyone everyone had their little thing, and Jalen Jalen Mills, he got burnt. No, by he, Jeffrey. Oh, he that that one posted that, one. that vine. That one, that, the one ankles. stutter step. Yeah, but outside of that, the guy, the guy played pretty good. He's a good, um, he's good after the catch. Like he doesn't, he doesn't let that. He didn't let Jeffrey sort of take off. No. Every time Jeffrey did catch the ball, he was he was uh he was on him to stop sort of the yak, and uh, it was good. Stop but, using it. It's not cool. Stop trying to make yak work. <laughs> <sighs> All right. You, ru- you ruined my transition. I'm before. sorry. I'm sorry. But Jalen Mills, I think that's just... Uh, Get over Jalen Mills. He's not that... Nah, he's fine. No, I, s- I seriously think it's Can just like a whole... Look, you'll, I'd, I'd you'll, happily, you'll learn how to I would happily take a, I'd happily take a Jalen Mills right now if I'm the Colts, given we're relying... We're, we're getting upset when Rashawn Melvin is getting hurt because we've lost that many... Def- what, what? What's that? I just got another alert. A, a Colts defensive back slipped in the shower, broken collarbone. Now we're, down, now we're down to our 11th defensive back. All right. Oh, my God. Down. But as I was saying, we were talking about Carson Wentz possi- no. <laughs> possibly being the uh, the future there in Philly. But, you know, NFC East quarterbacks, it's not been a good first couple of weeks for Kirk Cousins. His performances have started some unrest, possibly in the Redskins' locker room. You like that? You like that? <laughs> 
totally different one. Like that! <laughs> Not happy. Uh, did you see someone um, put the crying Jordan meme on Kirk Cousins' face? No. Into that video? So now he walks past and it's like... <laughs> very sadly. By the way, the guy's... He's not good. He is not good. He he single-handedly cost him that game. There was open receivers. that The, the game could have been completely flipped on its head. The, the Cowboys, even though, give them credit, they did slowly get a get a roll on yeah, and things Dak, like that. Dak played well. Yeah, yeah, he played well, and Ezekiel Elliott slowly bounced back, yep. even though he's still, he's still looking a, a bit shaky. Of, he but, had a couple of rookie issues, but that happens. But it's rookie, yep. rookie issues. But Kirk Cousins... They could, the Redskins essentially could have run away with that game. It annoyed me, and because they could have got out to a big lead in Week One against Pittsburgh. Yeah. but they couldn't finish drives. And there was just that there was an overthrown ball. He was just I can't, I'm, can't yeah I can't even remember who it was, but it was just it was stupid. Yeah. It was actually stupid. He's it's it's not good. And and Mike Florio from um, Pro Football Talk said per a source with knowledge of the situation, multiple offensive players have began to complain about quarterbacks. Quarterback Kirk Cousins pointing to his lack of decisiveness, his erratic play, and his confusion. And there was a one direct quote that said, at least Colt McCoy would play with some poise. That is... Sack that guy. That is... That's that's hot right there. Hot, 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 hot. Um, so, basically, he's got a touchdown to in- interception ratio of 1 to 3 at the moment and a passer rating of 78.5. And he's, he's made some really bad decisions in crucial moments. And some of them... And not even when he's like not blitzed or not even pressured, he's just bad reads. It's just bad reads, inaccuracy, and and not looking at you know his third or fourth options. It's it hasn't been a good season. And Charlie Cassidy, and we we just talked about Cousin Wentz. He said he would rank Cousins last among the division's passes. You know, right now. By the way, I really really like Charlie Cassidy. <laughs> is it? Is it? Do you like it? Is it? He's alright. He's. I don't know. He's terribly inconsistent on oh. some things. Like, some things I'm like, yeah, could not agree more with you. And then another thing I'm like, what is he saying? But then some of the outrageous thing he says, he's. I love says, watching him on the videos, though. Oh, that's what I wanted yeah. to say. So, it's like he's in a detective's office, or he's like. <laughs> he's I'll in, get him, you'll see. Yeah, he's just like in a, I don't know. He needs Cam Newton's hat. <laughs> no, he's like in, he's in a, um, like he's in a shrink's office. Like, uh, that's where he is with like random things on the shelves behind him and yeah. things like that. It's he's uh, he's like a, uh, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to. Sorry, I don't want to throw Lou Holtz name in there, but he reminds me of Lou Holtz a little bit with the way he talks, but like not that bad. And he's like far more intelligent than Lou Holtz. Remember that Lou? Remember that Lou I Holtz truck from I, last year? I can't. I can't think of anything <laughs> You've gone else. Lou Holtz. I can't think of anything. It still should have won. <laughs> it annoys me that it didn't win. <laughs> it's the best sound. <sighs> but um, Cassidy then said that if Bradford was still in the division and Romo, he'd still he'd have cousin sixth amongst quarterbacks. So maybe in another few weeks we might have Chase Daniel ahead of Saying saying this, right? McCoy is not good. Colt McCoy is not good, despite our kind of love for the guy. Randomly, it's like yeah, it's like speak a, for yourself. No, nah. no, we used to. We used to. Ah, I didn't mind him because his no, name it, was Colt. That was the only reason. Oh, we used to. We used to like Gabbett, but we Blaine knew Gabbett. we knew he wasn't any. We're, we're ahead of the curve there, though. Yeah, but we we don't have any faith hey, in mate, um, Blaine Gabbett's one more games than <laughs> Kirk Cousins this year. That is correct. Oh God, here we go. Anyway, um, saying that though, Colt McCoy is not going to jump into the starting role anytime soon. No. And I think Kirk Cousins can only get better. He can't get any worse, surely. Oh, no, he can. There's still oh. ways to get worse? He's, yeah, still, he's playing absolutely. okay? 
he's still racking up yardage. It could absolutely implode. He's a he's a guy that reminds me of sort of he just relies on confidence, and he, when his confidence is down, he can just it could spiral out of control. I, I think he could go a lot worse. But if he builds on it and has an, an okay start, he could start to build up. But there's a stretch later on in their schedule where they have a really tough six or seven games in a row, and he could really hit rock bottom, and it's tough because. He he's backing himself this year. He he opted to to play in this under the franchise tag and try and you know angle for a bigger payday payday at the end of the season. But Would you rather RG three? No. <laughs> but what do you do though if you're Washington? It's you, you're in a tough spot. If he keeps playing like this all year, you obviously cannot re-sign that guy. Couldn't have happened to a better organization. <laughs> so, <laughs> it it's tough because then you say, what's the alternative to Kirk Cousins? And there's not much else out there. Is this but just a huge karma thing because they still possibly, haven't changed their possibly. Um, I think I read somewhere on that 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 was part of it, that it could be a karma thing. But it, it's tough because, like, y- there's no surefire hits in this in the draft and you're not guaranteed to be picking early on to get one. But then what's the alternative to Kirk Cousins? Nothing. Nada. If he keeps playing Kaepernick, it, if, he keep, if he keeps playing at this rate, what's he going to get? Like, Ryan Fitzpatrick money? Do you watch Kaepernick's money this at the end of the year? Watch it. Yeah. I don't think... I reckon teams will go crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Who else is out there? No one else, but... Not at this point. Sucks. Yeah, I know. It's it it's uh it's barren out there. You know, Charlie Whitehurst is uh is getting a job, so we'll yeah, wait and see. We'll see. Um all right, let's uh, Oh who knows Romo might be out there. Could be Ooh. Controversial. Oh god, wouldn't that be horrible? That would be uh Romo yeah. at the skins. Oh god. That would be horrible. Uh right. Uh last little bit of news. If, sorry, if because I don't think Kirk Cousins is going anywhere. I, I think even if he's having a shocking season like Stafford has had in random years, they just they just know he can still just air it out and hopefully get some yards and things like that. Oh, that's what I'm saying. But that's I think, what they're just I just don't think with. I just don't think he'll get the money that he'll he want. He might end up on. Sort oh of no, I'm not saying no. I'm money. not saying anything yeah. about money. I'm just saying they're going to keep rolling with him no matter what happens, unless he's injured. I'd, and mm. unless he's throwing three picks to. If he keeps playing on this the entire year, I think they may like resign him. But I think they will be actively looking in the draft at quarterback, sure. aggressively too. If you are a fantasy owner. I think buying low on Kirk Cousins if anyone has him. Yeah, well, he's still racking up some fantasy points because he is throwing for a lot of yardage, but he's just not very efficient in doing so. Yeah, but yeah. plus Matt Jones in that, even though he, you know, the running refrigerators looked a little okay, mm. he's looked like a bar fridge. <laughs> he's not quite full fridge yet. He's not no, nah. you know, double door fridge. Nah. No ice machine yet. You can't <laughs> no. ice off a game, but we'll get there. No. All right. I Way too we long. I like what we did there. Uh, what's what's wrong with Aaron Rodgers in this Packers offense? What can you, from what you could see? Two things. Yep. I want to say two things. I just did. <laughs> no, well um, done. Thanks. Jesus. First one, the you know, like, you know the chemistry that used to be there with just, with Jordy Nelson. Nelson. Even though he's thrown it to him, it still just looks like he's going... Like, all right, ready? This is what we planned. And it's not the same in nah. sync. I know he had an entire it's, year off. And yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like they've had a year off. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like he got hurt and didn't play with him And he's year. not quite as quick as he used to be or as confident in his legs yeah, as he Or as young or something. Yeah. Anyway, so he... It's like that's gone a little bit. Mm. And that should come with time. Yep. Like, I mean... I think that'll have, that'll have to improve. It has to improve. Plus, it took James Jones, what, 30 seconds during his return last season to just... Click. Click. <laughs> But yeah, so hopefully that starts. But I don't realize—I don't think they realized how much of a loss Josh Sutton was going to be. Really, I thought their pass protection was fine. Really? Yeah, I thought it held up fine. Jeez, I just, no way. 
I, I actually think their their issue for me is their receivers cannot get open. I I can't see that. I just don't see any separation. I think their offensive line held up okay from what you can expect against that Minnesota front seven because the Minnesota front seven is going to maul a lot of teams this this season. And I think, um, you know, and I I read something Pro Football Focus because that was the their his lowest grading that they've ever given him in his career for for that game. Uh, which his, wasn't even that bad. His Roger-esque throws weren't coming off. No, and that was the part where they... Which was weird because last week I said, oh, yeah, I'm just, like, I think the Vikings-Packers game will be close. However, I'm going with Rogers because he's just making Rogers-type throws at yep. the moment uh, and after we overreacted over week one. Yeah, and he didn't quite connect on those. So this was, I found really interesting was on, dra- on dropbacks that lasted more than two and a half seconds, he completed just two of nine attempts. Why was on that? 17 dropbacks. And it had a passer rating of 12. I think that's because these receivers aren't getting open. Because it was two seconds. Pardon? No, on pass on dropbacks that lasted more than two oh. and a half seconds. On, on dropbacks that were... When he released the ball in under two and a half seconds, Good. he... Yeah, he was fine. But I just feel like when they're going a bit longer down the field, I just don't think they have the speed and the capabilities to get open at this point. And I think that's... That's probably what it is. And look, he had some uncharacteristic turnovers. There was a few fumble recoveries and things, but that that Vikings defense, we've we've talked about them all off season. It's oh, great. They're, like, they're by great. the way, Mike Zimmer. I've got such a crush on Harrison Smith. Where does he is he ahead of Harrison Ford on your Harrison power rankings? Well ahead. Well ahead. Well ahead. And well ahead since uh Harrison Ford died in Star Wars. Oh spoiler alert. <laughs> Seven ever since the fourth Indiana Jones movie, which oh, I thought was future. That was terrible. But I I think a, a crystal skull. <laughs> that's where you went. Yes. That's that's the direction where, where you guys we went. Uh, head head coach Mike McCarthy, I think, is in hot water. I don't think he's used his personnel as creatively as he's done in the past. I don't think he's used Randall Cobb as as well as he's had done in the past. I think. I swear I mentioned this guy. Yeah, I swear I mentioned this guy when we're talking about bets. Anyway, what Mike McCarthy? Yeah, I was. Th- uh, oh yeah, absolutely. I, I do you feel like he's. Would it shock you if he's not there at the end of the year? No, no, hell no. And but they've they've had a a good roster for a while now. And last year, I think he got the credit of Jordy Nelson not being there. Mm. But they've got a full complement of weapons now. They decided to get rid of Josh Sitton, but I still, you're right. contrary to what you think, I still think that. Oh, that's a huge loss. Oh, it's huge. It's but a huge loss. Same, but I don't he think it's manhandled um, Fletcher Cox on one of the players yesterday. Yeah. Oh, he was thought, he was damn. great. And um, you know, Lane Taylor's. Not quite Josh Sitton, but I don't think he's that awful. I don't think the like I said the pass protection was fine. I'm not sure about the running game. Eddie Lacy could you not said get Lane going. Taylor. Did I get it right? I didn't say Taylor Lane or Tane Layla. Jay Golden, Pony Boy. It's all about them small gains right now. Brilliant. Small wins for me. Uh, but yeah, I I think that yeah their running their running game could improve a little bit. But I just I want to see Mike McCarthy do a little bit more. I think be a bit more creative and help Rogers because. Uh, Rogers thinks that he, you know, he needs to sort of go back in the lab and and work things out a little bit. And he said he doesn't think they're that far off, and it's just getting Nelson back in the mix and and Jared Cook a little bit more involved and and getting some of those pieces moving. So he's not too concerned. He he said it's not anything to get super crazy about right now. So look, we might have all this talk. And I I'll think come we out are and, overreacting. A yeah, little but bit. It, that's because we just went through a whole long list of stuff that happened in week two that we already knew about, and we just thought. Maybe this is one thing that we could talk about because it was pretty mundane week. Don't yeah, you agree? Monday entries now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we did a poll yesterday on Twitter and we asked 
Who was the most disappointing team through the first two weeks in the NFL? Um, we only put four options because Twitter only allows us to do so. So we had the Bears, Colts, Bills, and Redskins. The Colts were the winner with 37% of the vote. Redskins second with 24, Bills 20, and Bears 19. We've got a few people tweeting us about the Seahawks and the Jaguars. What would you, what would be your biggest disappointment through two weeks of the season? I think I'm going to go the Bills still. Mm. I think it was crazy having firing your offensive coordinator. They finished ninth in DVOA offense last year. Like they were pretty efficient as an offense last year. I, I, that was crazy to me. You got Watkins, who's not playing fully healthy, nah. fully fit. Yep. You've got McCoy, who's getting you know stuffed. Getting, oh, and you're not using him correctly either. Like you gave him most of your carries late when you're down. True, but at the same time, you know, then that kind of goes on. Yeah. Right. So, um, I think that was an overreaction. I think we're overreacting, but then they overreacted. The fact they've hired both Ryan brothers still baffles me. What nepotism baffles you? <laughs> Yes. No, I saw that and thought like it was a... Uh, to be honest, I thought it was like a troll. I thought it was like a hashtag rest in peace celebrity thing. I feel... <laughs> oh, I just... Uh, I agree with you. I think it's the Bills. I know the Colts won the vote and that's fine. They've been pretty disappointing and I agree with that. But I just feel like the Colts... Like the disappointment lies in the amount of injuries that they've had in their secondary. I cannot believe the amount of injuries that they've had in their secondary. And I think that's... It's really tough to to say that that's disappointing. I think I expected this. Um, they've started 0-2 a couple of times. They played Denver and Philly to start the season two years ago, and I got on them after that. I got them good value to win the to win the South. I'm not doing that this year because obviously the Texans are a much improved team, but there is concerns longer term. I think if we re- reassess this question in sort of halfway through the season and the Colts are you know, two or three win team, then I think obviously they're going to be the answer and there's going to be some heads rolling Um in Indianapolis, I think Chuck Pagano is on a seriously hot seat right now. I think it's a... Would you say it's a three-way race to first coach fired? Well, Chuck Pagano, the, Rex Ryan, and The Jeff early favourite was McCoy. And bravo to him. He's, Mike, Mike McCoy? Yeah. Yeah, he was the preseason favourite. He's killing it. Yeah. So, I don't I don't think there's any problems I wouldn't there. say he's killing it. They, you know, they gave up a huge win, uh, a huge winning margin against the Chiefs, but that was a, a tough game with that all that injuries compl- and, and whatnot. That was a complete... But to come out the next week and just hammer the Jaguars the way that they did from start to finish. Just Jags are amongst them. the two. I think Gus Gus is the hottest. Yeah, that's probably... I'll move Jeff Fisher out because he's getting an extension. So it's a Gus Bradley, Chuck Pagano, Jeff Fisher. Rex Ryan, three-way race to be the first coach fight. <laughs> Still can't get over Jeff Fisher's longevity. Uh, unbelievable. All right, it's time for our uh, Thursday night football preview. This week's NFL lines are brought to you by William Hill. Faster, easier betting. All right, so it's our first line, only one line, but that, it's that the voice. Thursday night football clash. We've got the 2-0 and Houston Texans traveling to New England to take on the 2-0 and New England Patriots. The Texans are $1.80 favorites, Patriots at 2.05. The line's at minus one in favor of the Texans, and that's $1.91 each way with William Hill. Initial thoughts on, on this game. Obviously, no Jimmy Garoppolo. It's looking like Jacoby Brissett, the third-round pick from NC State, will be starting for the New England Patriots. Obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo, with that shoulder injury, went down. It's um, quite devastating uh, for New England, but they'll be right. Tom Brady's back in week five, and all will be good in the world. They're going to win. At the start of the season, if you said, hey, will you take two and two, all Patriots fans, if, you know. Cheering. You would have just went, of course. 
Of probably, course, of course. We'll probably see. A, now that's the worst they can do. Yeah, so. exactly. And we'll probably see, and they'll probably end up even if Jacoby Brissett starts next week, they can probably beat the Bills with Jacoby Brissett. And it wouldn't shock me if they win this game. Um, we may see a veteran sign with the Patriots. You know, after we finish recording this and it's uploading overnight. Um, it's will injury, still, injuries like will these. They still start Brissett. I think so. They won't like. McFlin, I think McFlin, McFlin? McFlin. Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn. I was about to say Matt Flynn is injuries like these are the reason Matt Flynn owns like five private jets. Because he just keeps getting paid. It's ridiculous. Damn. But he's been in New England before, so I can imagine it. Might, Matt Flynn might just get a call-up as a safety blanket. But do you know what? I'd really love to see Julian Edward take a snap under centre. Like, I would... He can't see over the line. <laughs> so they said that about Russell Wilson. <laughs> and Drew Brees. Oh, that's hot. But I, I just... Uh, I would love to see Bill Belichick just start the game with no quarterback. N- none. We won't name a quarterback... We'll just roll with direct snaps to running backs and wide receivers, and we'll still beat you. That's how good Bill Belichick is. That would, oh, that would entertain the hell out of me. I'm going Houston. Taking Houston? What did we say after week one? Mate, I, what did we say after week one? I've got to beat Belichick. What did we say after week <laughs> one? We never, him. ever bet against Belichick. You're getting them at $2 to win a match. I have to beat him. Brissett was all right. He had six out of nine, 92 yards. He was all right. Wait, uh, is Gronk playing? Still questionable. Why would you unleash the polar bear when you don't need to? Just bring him back in week five with Brady. Actually, you could keep Gronk on ice till playoffs, to be honest. Your, your team's that good. Martellus Bennett looked fine. By the way. That's not going to be fair when they're whole together. whole organization. There was a good article on Spotrack this week that just detailed the entire career. Spotrack? Spotrack? Spotrack. The entire career of Tom Brady's contracts and the way that the Patriots have handled all that is just phenomenal. Like f- even just the financial aspect, they just do everything to it. Like it's just everything is just precise. It, if I want someone to perform heart surgery on me, even though Bill Belichick said he's not a doctor, I don't know. Trust that man. Very <laughs> precise. Just everything is done perfectly. I, I was gonna know. say that was a great quote from him just just <laughs> yesterday. He goes, "I'm not a doctor. I'm just a coach." I thought that was great. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. No. Everything. Everything is run so smoothly there. Like you said. I mean, the whole contract situation. It feels like they must just go. Hey, Tom. Uh, can you restructure? And he's like, Oh, yeah. Just send yeah. over the paperwork. I'll sign yeah. it. My wife earns four hundred million a year anyway. <laughs> what does it matter? Four hundred billion a year. Just keeping Bill Gates get, around for his money. I get two hundred billion from Uggs. We're good. That is correct. Rookie quarterbacks three and eleven against the Texans since the start of the two thousand and eleven season. And Jacoby Brissett starts, if he starts in Thursday night's game, he'll be the first ever rookie quarterback to start a game during Bill Belichick's tenure in New England. Wow. So something's got to give here. So rookie quarterbacks are 3-11 and against Texans, but how many are being coached by Bill Belichick? None. I don't know. I, I don't know, mate. JJ Watt's looking good again. Uh, he did look pretty good. He's looking good. Clowney's looking good. Clowney does look good. Uh, Yeah, it's tough. I, it's one. I know the line's one. It's one. I, but I said I'd never against Bill Belichick. Ever. I, Don't think about the line because it's only one. I know. Who do you think is going to win? New England. <laughs> I'm thinking New England. I think they'll win. Mm, Patriots, are, are, they're uh, scoring defense, 15th in the NFL right now. I'm not, like, Texans look good, but who have they played? I don't, oh, Chiefs, they sucked. Chiefs, and they struggled against the Bears. The Chiefs gave gave them the ball so many times with ridiculous turnovers, just stupid fumbles. And All right, by well, the way, Will Fuller let's looks analyze like, it a little bit, like, and we gotta go. We gotta think. Wait, are you saying we should analyze a game in a football podcast? No, shut up. What's going let's on? Let's analyze it in a different way, right? So, Brissett against the secondary. How do you think he'll go? I'll be right. 
Just, just hand right. up, just short passes. I know Edelman. Blount. Blount's been playing well, but this is completely. By different. the way, Blount jumping over another human being was late as Byron Maxwell. Unbelievable. Poor um Byron Maxwell then got the handoff from Martellus Bennett as well. The huge stiff arm. Not a good day for him. No, Philly dodged a bullet. Yep. Um, Although Kiko Alonso has actually played not okay. Who did he hit? Garoppolo. He was yeah. the one that yeah. laid out Garoppolo. Well done. Fire out, <laughs> jerk. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, we need a whole separate podcast on how good Garoppolo looks, but that's just for a different day. Great looking guy. Great looking guy. And Him and Brady, well. I'm sure Brissett's a stunner under that helmet too. I haven't really taken too. Nah, not nah, that good. No. Nah. <laughs> oh, wow. Sorry, mate. <laughs> All right. I'm showing you a photo of Jacoby Brissett. Mm. Getting your initial thoughts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Told you. Like, not a good looking guy. Yeah. Sorry, mate. He's no. Yeah. yeah. It's not. He's not. He's not a uh, Jimmy G. But that's like. To be fair, no one is. To be fair, it's like a uh, yeah, it's like us rocking up to like a uh, Sports Illustrated men's issue, and you know, look, we'd look good against our mates, but not against not yeah, against no. those guys. I mean, we'd still make the body issue, but at the same time, speak for yourself. I might struggle. Um, uh, although Vince Wilfork made an appearance, I'd be okay. The yeah. <laughs> but uh, I want to talk about Will Fuller as well. He looks very much like Desh- like in a Deshaun Jackson esque player. Would you agree? Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, I think I said I'm he was very, good. I'm very, very wrong on um, Will Fuller. But What's y- Treadwell doing? Not much, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm taking the Patriots. I think at home, um, I don't care who's playing quarterback. I trust Bill Belichick. I trust their game plan. I think they'll win. Uh, I'm still not... Eh, I'm still... You're I'm very still biased. Not, I'm, uh, I'm still good. very biased towards Brock Osweiler. So maybe I'll be on board if he wins. What about... Uh, I don't know. I think Blount might struggle against this team. You don't? I just saw him leap. Over, I just saw him leap over a human being. I'm not doubting Blount at the moment. The guy is like 400 pounds and runs like a four-five and just leapt over a cornerback. And then he got chased down by Nick Dominic and Sue. That play, that play made me fear what humans are. Incredible. Fear athlete. what humans are. Like just the way that athletes are going. It's crazy. All right. Oh. We've said we won't go against Bill Belichick. But you're doing it. I'll go with that. By the way, the what's do you know the the under on this game? Forty and a half is the total. Under. You like unders? I do like that. I like the unders as well. Alright, so we're both taking the unders. Let's just do that as our tip. Instead right, of picking, guys, instead go of the, picking unders, the game. That... Yeah? Let's just do that. <laughs> you can't. Let's just do that. No, we can't. This do that. will count for our <laughs> tip. No, no. I'm taking I'm taking the Patriots plus one. Alright, I will too. Well I can't what? go against you okay. just, just picked it. No, I, can't, I, can't, I can't go against Bill. Wow. Okay. I've roped you in. All right. That's the show. Any last words before we wrap it up? No. Um, what a messy show. It'll be an update. We'll Sorry, update guys. the whole Sorry, um, Brad and Angelina situation. We'll keep you posted. We'll keep you posted. Any um, you know, yeah. revelations? I'm sure there's footballs involved somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere along the line. Apologize. What a messy show that was. And my voice. I've got the flu. So deal with it. Uh, and send me, my, send me some love. Semi, semi. Semi, semi. I can't even speak. Did I stutter? Quite funny that in apologizing for how bad the show is, I mess up the sentence. But anyway, follow me on Twitter at JYNFL. Myself at Wooted Setter. Follow the show at Wooten Y. We're on Stitcher, iTunes, Wooshka, Radio Hub. Lunar Bowl tickets are selling out, so yeah, uh, get in fast. Get in quickly. Melbourne's getting a fried chicken festival. Goes for three days. Unbelievable.